0: And this is Encounter with God here on Faith FM. Nobody has snapped up the clue for the quiz yet. What's our prize there, Mon? The Gospel Flies by Night. This is actually a really cool book. I would be very interested to read this book. A conversation. Yeah. On an airplane. Yeah. I had a conversation on an airplane with uh, a guy on my way back from Singapore to Australia on our last trip to Ethiopia. And such a nice guy.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. That's just the cool.
0: nicest guy you'd ever come across.
1: Yeah. Some great great uh, conversations about God have happened on that.
0: Oh, planes. by the way, I do want to uh, just mention something very, very quickly. Um, one of our regular listeners here, and uh, John Lakowski, um, is going in for an operation today. We need to keep him in prayer. So, um, yeah, maybe we'll just say a quick prayer for him, eh? Yes, let's do that. Father, we pray you'll be with John at this time. You know that uh, he's heading off for an operation today. We pray that you'll be very close to him, um, that you'll bring him healing, that you'll give skill to the medical practitioners. And that he will have a very real sense of your protection at this time. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. Take Amen. heart, John. God is with you. All right. Let me give you clue number four for this quiz. It's a Who Am I quiz. Let to run through the, the clues again. We had, I was from Bethsaida. I am one of the 12 apostles. I told Peter we have found the Messiah. And now this one is my favorite clue so far. I brought a boy with fish and bread to Jesus.
0: Mm.
1: Does anyone in the studio know everyone, who that is? Everyone
0: universally goes, hmm.
1: Do you know who it is? Who might ben? that be?
0: I think I might
2: know. Uh,
1: don't give it away. Don't give it away.
2: I think it might be my middle name.
1: Oh, really? That's mm. your middle name, eh?
2: Start
0: Googling. One of my two middle names. Find him on Facebook.
2: You're, Quick, you're look him up. Oh,
1: oh. <laughs> your initials are Seo. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was a. Samo, Samo, You're Sammo.
0: giving away clues.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't mind me. <laughs> that's Giving funny. away clues. Have you read this book, Sven?
0: I haven't. It looks really, really
1: it good. It does, not it? Yeah. I quite
0: uh, well, it comes with a foreword by Clifford Goldstein, so that's a pretty good uh, um, endorsement
1: right there. Endorsement. Yeah, yeah. rather. Uh, speaking of um, shout-outs, oh, Sven, do you want to do any shout-outs to your family while you're here in the radio? I, I, f- I keep thinking we should offer uh, shout-outs to our guests whenever they come in.
2: I do, actually. My parents are coming to Australia <gasps> on Thursday. Oh,
1: no way. Are you serious?
2: So, I'm going to let them listen to Faith FM and see what they
1: think. God oh, bless their hearts. Mm-hmm. I want to do a special shout out to uh, one of our faithful listeners who's really enjoying the show. Uh, his name, I'm just trying to scroll through my messages to find it. Oh, um, by the way. Go on. Uh,
0: the, uh, the 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 quiz just got snapped up.
1: No way. Who?
0: Ah, uh, let me see here. This was uh, Christopher Rantle who messaged in earlier to say hello, and now he has messaged in to give the correct answer for the quiz, being Andrew.
1: Ah, good on you, Christopher, good job You're going to get a copy of the book The Gospel Flies by Night by Gerard Padara And he's also
0: sent in a question of the day for a future day So just a a quick note there Uh, Christopher, I did get a message from someone this morning Who did send me five questions So you're going to have to wait a few days before we get to yours But we will get there
1: Yes, we love it when people send our questions in. In fact, you can send them in now. We can um, sort them out for later on in the show. Our number to ask questions is 1-800-FAITH-FM. It's 1-800-324-843. I'm having trouble finding this person's name. I'm really sorry. I think... I was
2: thinking, you know, Mon, that um, when we were up at Big Camp, there was a motorcycle accident uh, just down the road. Yes, that's true. There was true. an older um, lady on a motorbike and she was really badly hurt. I don't know whether we could uh, keep her in our prayers as well. Most Definitely. Definitely. Cause,
3: most yeah, because
1: that caused a, a bit of a, uh, an uproar at camp. Um, they had to shut down the road and something as well. Yeah, yeah they yeah. did. It was very stressful for everyone. Yeah. But we should definitely keep her in prayer as well. Did you want to pray for her now too? Sure, why not? It. Sven, why don't you pray mm. for her
0: real quick? Father in heaven, I
2: just want to thank you so much for Big Cam. It was such a blessing to so many people, thousands of people there. And uh, Lord, we look forward to hearing uh, from many of the Faith FM listeners as as they were tuning in as well. But in particular, Lord, there there was an accident down um, down one of the windy roads uh, with that motorcyclist, and we just want to pray for it at the moment. We don't know. Mm quite where she is or how she's doing but we just pray for your healing power on her and uh, we pray for her family as well at this time we pray in jesus name amen amen,
1: amen. okay let's dive into our encounter with god like we're doing like birth and death or something more. okay so say? we're just doing
0: this 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 cycle okay um so cycles of life and we seem to go through this cycle each week where we start from birth um and go all the way through to death And uh, all the different stages in between. So yesterday we were talking about children and marriage and that kind of stuff. Today we are talking about old age. Psalms chapter 90 and verse 10. Psalms 90, verse 10. Whoever gets there first can read us this passage.
2: The days of our lives are 70 years. And if by reason of strength there are 80 years, yet their boast is only labor and sorrow for it is soon cut off and we fly away.
0: You know, I find this um, a fascinating verse, um, apart from just being a little bit, uh, um, how should you describe it? It's a bit morbid. You know, it's just like eh, you've just got seventy years, that's it, and then your it days does just sound, fly yeah. away. It's like yeah, yeah it's, it's like make mm. up your
1: own meaning. Yeah.
0: Well, it was but, written, but, but, but 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 before I get there. Sorry, I I'll cut you off. It was it
2: was written by Moses and I reckon he's getting a bit tired. I mean he's led what, up to a million people through the desert for forty years. I reckon he's getting a bit tired.
0: He's hundred and twenty years old by now too. I know. <laughs> and a bit grumpy maybe <laughs> at that stage. Maybe, maybe so. Anyway, be that as it may um, it does strike me as most interesting because when you look at uh, history and archaeology, we know that the lifespan in those days was not 70, 70 to 80 years. You know, in Egypt and places like that, and of course, God told the Israelites, I will bring none of these diseases upon you which I brought upon the Egyptians. The lifespan was in its 40s. Well, that's That's really really true as well, La, because,
2: you know, in the Middle Ages in Europe, in like England and Germany, the expected life uh, duration, whatever, was 35 as well. You'd be be dying. We'd be dead. That's right. So, you,
0: you would marry in your very, very early teens- have as many um, children as possible. Yes, have a massively high mortality, uh, child mortality rate. Hope that some survived hmm. a- enough to keep the society continuing on, and be dead by thirty-five. That's wow. terrible. Yeah, and so, but what you've got here is that people who are obviously following the laws of God um, are living to 70, 80 years, of watch, which, which, which we're living today. You know, with modern science, we have science has at last caught up to. You know where where the Bible what the Bible gave to us so long ago.
1: Imagine if we'd never never deviated away from God's original plan. How much longer we would have been living? Oh
0: yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know how much bigger the population of the world we would left be right those now.
1: Whales alone.
0: It's interesting because during the Dark Ages, one of the ways that they eventually got a got a, a handle on the uh, the Black Plague was by instituting in some cities Levitical laws of hygiene.
1: Oh, really? It
0: solved the problem.
1: Really. Mm-hmm. Wow.
2: Yep. It was actually really dirty and grotty in those cities in oh, those ages. It was un- Unimaginably.
0: Sewage down the streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Terrible. Yep. Well, the, the street was literally the sewer. And, of course, these were agrarian societies. These are societies where, um, you know, animals are your primary means of transport. And, of course, that all got dumped in the street. And so why not add the human waste to it as well? And I heard as well that the uh, British
2: monarchy, like the kings and queens, they'd have a bath once a month, whether they needed it or
0: not. That's right. That's, That's right.
1: Disgusting. <laughs> Their bodies must have just been Let's not even get started so talking awesome. about, this is the breakfast show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy those wee pigs. <laughs> yeah, lice and other different plagues like that, that um, you know, would just literally come flowing out of people's um, hair and so forth. So we can be really thankful for the health
2: laws that we've learnt from the Bible and that we've implemented in society. And having just come from Ethiopia
0: where the expected lifespan is 55.
1: Mm. Wow. Extra 30 years over here.
0: Yeah. It, mm. you, you see a massive, massive difference. And really what it is is that you look at the hygiene laws that you've got in mm. the book of Leviticus, that's how Western society lives. Mm. You know, we, we wash ourselves when we touch something that is dirty. Um, you know, we, we deal with our sewage. We put it underground. You know, all of the all of that. You know, those basic laws of hygiene. Mm. They're all there in the Levitical system. And
2: also, like you put a fence around your roof if it's like a flat roof, so people don't fall off and, and
0: die. Just you yeah, know, he- health and safety laws.
2: Yeah, that's just right.
1: Safety. Which is
0: interesting because when I was in uh, Ethiopia, one of my translators I've mentioned this before was a uh, doing just finishing off his degree in public health, and I'm like, what are the big killers over here? And he's like, well, you know, it's um, communicable diseases. Lifestyle diseases are starting to catch up, but the really, you know, one of the really biggest killers was trauma. People falling off roofs and that kind of stuff. But when you look at the, the, wow. the way they build their scaffolding, it
1: yeah, is not hard
0: to imagine why.
1: Terrifying. But I, I thought you were
0: saying that um, that the Ethiopia was kind of Christian country. It is a Christian country, but they do not follow um, all of the Levitical principles. You know, as you find them outlined in the book of Leviticus, they have lost track of some of those over the years, which is a bit of a disappointment.
3: You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio.
0: Yeah, so that's a. Um, it's interesting to observe how that. Um you know there are certain portions of society like for instance seventh day adventists who will you know follow the health laws that are given in Leviticus and because of that even in a developing country they're able to reach their 70 years um, and, of course, you know, here in Western society, and it's one of the one of the opportunities that I get to brag as a Seventh-day Adventist, we get to live 10 to 15 years longer than the rest of the population um, simply because we follow the health laws as well as the hygiene laws. So do you think, Lyle, we'll ever get to the point where we're living like 150, 200 years? Well, it seems that, you know, under the health laws that God gave here, uh, the Bible says 70 to 80 years. Mm. And it seems that, you know, there are definitely those who who get up there into the low 100 and teens, but those are very rare occasions.
1: Mm. I don't think it's ever going to happen, Sven. I, like, I mean, I, I know that we like to think that if you had a couple of generations of people who just followed the health message to an absolute T, maybe they'll like hit 150. Mm. But I think the reality also is that no matter how healthy we live, we still live in a polluted world, and even just the air we breathe and the environments that we're in will affect our health. So that's what I tend to think in terms of... How long can we get it, you know, that number to go?
2: And even our genetics, uh, our genetics, there's an entropy, there's a kind of breakdown. Yeah. Um, I think what we really need to be looking forward to is is heaven.
0: Amen. Amen. Yep. Immortality is the solution to old age. And I am super looking forward to it. Anyway, let's go to Psalms chapter 71. Psalm 71 in the Bible is described as the psalm of the old person.
1: Oh, really?
0: Yes, there's one of those in the Bible. There is there is something for everyone in the Bible. This one is the psalm of the old person. And we're going to look at three key uh, themes that come through in this particular psalm. Um, and, of course, this is the psalm of an old person who has lived a happy, contented, fulfilled life, and we need to find out how. Okay, so let's start in verse 17. Have you got that one there for us, please? Mon.
1: Uh, Seventy-one, verse seventeen. Mm-hmm. Ooh, palindrome. Oh God, you have taught me from my earliest childhood, and I constantly tell others about the wonderful things you do.
0: Okay, so what would you say is this person's experience?
1: They've worked with God, walked with God their whole life. Okay, mm. they walked with.
0: They, they they have a deep personal connection mm-hmm. with God, and. They've remembered their Creator from the days when they were young. Yeah, and that's another mm. verse of the Bible um, You know that, that that tells us exactly that. They have not forgotten God. They have walked with Him their whole life. They've come to the end of their life, and they are just super thankful and happy and contented. And, mm. you know, the, it's, it's always inspiring when you meet somebody like this, probably for me. Uh, my great uncle was just such an inspiration, and mm. um, his name was George, George Southwell. Because, you know, the older he got and in his old age, you know, he got blind and then he lived through into his 90s. And uh, the older he got, the more he loved God. And he mm. had loved God his whole life. He had mm. dedicated his whole life to serving God. He'd never retired from, you know, he'd sort of retired as in financially retired from ministry. But, but never in, retired from being a never, Christian. Never retired from being a Christian. Mm-hmm. Was always involved with um, with soul winning and telling people about Jesus, and you'd just go around to his home and he'd be you know all old and feeble and blind and you know and he'd just be it, the only thing he could talk about was um, was the Lord and how good God was and how good God had been to him. You know, and it says here, I still proclaim
2: your wondrous deeds. You know, I get in um, this sense that this person, and we'll probably look at this more in other verses as well, but this, this person, here was a really thankful person. You know, he was just really celebrating what was good. There's so, so, so many bad things in this world. Um, but he really celebrates what, what is good. And I remember, Lyle, I was sitting there on the back of a truck, um, you know, flatbed of a truck uh, with you at camp. And we were talking about uh, a vision for um, Maitland and, and um, this area. And I remember stopping and thinking, you know, this is one of the things I really like about you, Lyle, uh, is that, you know, whenever I come and talk to you, you're always really positive,
0: uh, and I think that's a good way to, to grow old. Now, praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. And uh, this is why here on Faith FM Radio, of course, we mention what we are thankful for every morning, and you are encouraged to join us. So give us a call. One 843 is the number. If you want to share what you are thankful for, it is always positive to find something to be thankful for every day. And there is always something to be thankful for every day. That's right. It will. It's actually one of the principles of um, health, of mental health. Mm. If you can find something to be thankful for every day, it will be a tremendous boost to your mental health. It's one of the most powerful things that you can do in um, either avoiding or getting rid of depression. Mm. That yeah, just simply sit down and make a, a list, of, and you hear some of the random things that I'm thankful for. But I'm generally thank, genuinely thankful for the random things that I'm thankful for at times.
1: It's good to have a gratitude journal,
0: absolutely. Let's, uh, while we're talking about a relationship with God, uh, Sven, have you got for us verse one there? Verse
2: one of Psalm 71 In you, O Lord, do I take refuge? Let me
0: never be put to shame. Okay, so where does this person place their refuge? In the Lord. In the Lord. And Mon, if you can read for us verse 7.
1: 7 says, My life is an example to many because you have been my strength and protection.
0: Okay, Mm -hmm. so this person, their life has been an example, you know, because they've placed their trust in God. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're going to move on for a couple of more verses here very quickly. Um, The first principle that we're looking at here is that they've had a deep, personal relationship with God. We're going to look at three verses now, and I want you to find, I want us to find what is the common denominator in these three verses. So, um, Sven, if you can start with verse three. Be to me a
2: rock of refuge to which I may continually come. You've given me the command to
0: save me, for you are my rock and my fortress. Okay, so there's going to be something that is a common denominator in these three verses. Mon, verse
1: 6. Verse 6. Yes, you have been with me from birth. From my mother's womb you have cared for me. No wonder I'm always praising you.
0: All right. And Zven,
2: back to you with verse 14. 14 reads, but I'll con- hope continually
0: and I will praise you yet more and more. Okay, what is the common de- Can anybody see what the common denominator might be in those three verses? There is the, the first one and the last one have the same word and the middle verse has a synonymous word.
1: Ooh, looking,
0: looking, looking.
2: I would say the verse that I've got in those, <clears throat> the word that I've got in those verses which is the same is continually. Continue. Absolutely It's, it's uh, like well, if one the, middle, the middle verse has always Yeah I was going to say Mine's always Oh you're a different yeah, translation yeah. Okay Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's this kind of Continual journey Like it's not It's not like a sprint and then you kind of give up and you, you, you go somewhere else. You you try, you know, atheism or you try, you know, new age or whatever. It's this continual walk with God. And and it might not always be easy. It might be uphill sometimes. It might be downhill, might be flat, but it's this continual walk with God, continual trust, continual praise and relationship. This, this ongoing, continual relationship.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so, uh, and, and this is, you know, really comes down to developing good habits. This is a person right here who's come to the end of their life. They're super happy with how their life has gone. They're super contented. They can look back on it and say, you know what? This has been an amazing life because they have habit. That It is their habit mm. to serve God. Mm. But, um,
2: what, but La, what happens if, for example, you're going along, you really want to walk continually with God, but you kind of trip and stumble and... And you you sort of doubt
0: sometimes, yeah. And and you don't feel a, like a, continual. That's a good question. Do you think this person ever tripped and stumbled in their life? I think they probably did. I yeah, think they probably absolutely. did as well, <laughs> because we know that writing this psalm is a human being. Indeed, that's right. um, and I think the key here is that yes, they developed good habits. They lived by good habits. Um, which means that they're they're able to look back at their life and in those times that they fell they had the habit of coming back to God and finding grace. Mm. And this is a really important key that you often you know that trips so many people up because it's the devil's lie and what the devil will do is devil, the devil will drag you down into the pit of sin. And he will, you know, get you down there, and you've done something terrible. You've tripped up, you've stumbled, you've fallen, whatever it might be. And the devil will come and whisper in your ear, You've sinned in this sin before, you've done it before, you're going to do it again. Um, There's no point continuing on. Um, This is who you are. Um, just be true to yourself instead of being true to God and, and just give up because, you know, it's, it's never going to change. Whereas the difference between a sinner and a Christian is that a Christian gets back up again and comes back to God and, uh, you know, makes that full recommitment to God and experiences the grace of God. Mm.
1: And does that through the power of God. And does that mm. through the
0: power of God and does that, you know, that's a part of their habit. Their habit is, their good habit is that when they fall, they come back to God. Anyway, our habit is that we have music here on Faith FM, and so we are about to listen to Bart Millard and Sharon Millard with I Can Only Imagine. I can
4: only imagine what it will be like when I walk by your side I can only imagine what my eyes will see When your face is before me I can only imagine I can only imagine Surrounded by your glory What will my heart feel Will I dance for you, Jesus? And all of you be still Will I stand in your presence Or to my knees will I fall Will I sing hallelujah Will I be able to speak at all I can only imagine I can only imagine He's a will. Will I see and hallelujah? forever forever worship you
0: Welcome back, guys. That was Bart Millard and Shannon Millard with I Can Only Imagine here on Faith FM. The clue for the quiz has been snapped up. It is the gone. The
1: prize for the quiz. The
0: prize for the quiz has been snapped up. It is gone.
1: I think we keep with those three words, prize, quiz, and clue, just completely interchangeably mixed up. Every yes. single morning we just get, yes. we should just no, eradicate all I three words and just get one You're word. always very
0: clear about this. I, I'm the one who mixes
5: them <laughs> no, up. But I'm that's sure okay. I'm do
1: too. But I just want to do a quick shout out and say good morning to Spencer Haley, who uh, loves our show and listens every day. So, g'day, Spencer. Thanks for tuning in and I uh, hope you're having a good one. Give us a call and us not what you're grateful for. All
0: right. So, uh, let me see. We have one more issue that we're going to cover here before we move on from the next stage of old, old age, which of course is death. But uh, let's see here. Psalm 71, verse 8. Sven, have you got that one for us, please? I do. Uh, verse 8 says, My mouth is filled with your praise and with your glory all the day. Okay, so we've got a number of perspectives that come through in Psalm 71. Uh, first of all, this person has developed a deep personal relationship with God. Uh, the second thing is we found you know the word continual, continually is the, you know always Um, This person is a person of good spiritual habits. They are always coming to God. And finally here, we find that their mouth is full of God's praise. In Mm. other words, they love to talk
1: about God. Amen.
0: And so if you want to come to the end of your life um, in that happy, contented, fulfilled, look back over your life and and say, you know what, I've had an awesome life. Here is the secret to it. Right here. But what about that statement by Francis of Assisi who
2: said, Preach the gospel, use words if you have to. And basically the idea is this, that you can just live your life, you can live a healthy life, uh, honest, you're you're kind, uh, but you don't say very much. In in fact, you don't need to say anything at all about God. What what would you say about that?
0: Yeah, that's a... uh a relevant question. I would say that every single person has a God-shaped hole in their heart somewhere and that if you're looking for people who are truly uh, fulfilled in their life, they are people who have committed their, themselves to God. I guess the other thing, Lyle, as well as this, is if you're
2: excited about somebody or something, uh, then the fact is this, that you can't just can't stop talking about it. That's right. Oh yeah, absolutely. So if you really, if you really love God and, and you're really um, just super excited about Him, then it'll just come out. You can't, mm-hmm. you can't really stop it. It's you can't really hide it. And so sometimes I think we need to just be
0: be free and and just talk about what God has done. Absolutely. Okay. So uh, joining us on the phone this morning is somebody who wants to. Uh, Ex- express their gratitude story, uh, Christopher. Hey Google, stop. Hello, hello is that Christopher. Hello there. Yes, you have a gratitude story for us this morning. Hey,
5: Google, stop. Sorry about that. I'm just turning um, KTFM radio off. Oh yeah, you can't run radio and telephone <laughs> at the same
0: time because uh, of the eight yeah, second delay. So it's a bit of a
5: delay sort of system, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, so I just want to um, to um, call in and say what I'm thankful for. And it's a little bit different from what I guess people would thank God for, but when I hurt myself, I actually thank God. So, for example, uh, a while back I smashed my finger with a a smash hammer and it was like, oh, thank you, God. And even though I was in extreme pain, it was like, thank you, God. And then last week when I um, hurt my eye, it was like, thank you, God. You know, it's thank you for the pain, but thank you that I've got another eye that's still going okay. So that's what I want to
0: share today. That is definitely an unusual one, and uh, I think that uh, t- too many of us are uh, too to- slow to thank God for these kind of things. And of course, you know, we never know what the circumstances may have been. You know, if uh, if those accidents uh, had not happened, but we know that all things work together for good for those who love God and those who serve Him. Christopher, thank you so much yeah, for calling
5: you're in. Yeah. No worries, thank
0: you. Bye. And uh, sharing your gratitude story with us, that was uh, Christopher with uh, his gratitude story and a great example to all of us right there that uh, we can be thankful in all circumstances and I know many people that have uh, suffered, you know, really debilitating long term um, you know accidents and, uh, and you know, they've, they've told me that they simply would not be with God, would not know God if it wasn't for what they had gone through and so God you know, he has a purpose in the things that he allows to come as our way, even if it o- is only just a little bit of, of uh, character development and learning of pain tolerance.
1: Yeah, I was giving a good example of just what Job did in the Bible. So, yeah, thanks for calling in, Christopher. We really appreciate that.
0: All right, let's go over to, uh, yes, we've got time. Good. First Corinthians chapter 15, preparing for death. So the next stage after old age, of course, is death.
2: Do you say
1: First Corinthians?
0: First Corinthians chapter 15.
1: Sven, do you get Corinthians and Chronicles mixed up?
2: I sometimes used to, but I guess I... have just gotten really using, using the Bible a lot, you get kind of used to the different uh, names of the books. After a while. But when I was a kid when you kinda got your
0: PhD in the Bible, you know (laughs) (laughs) we would be disappointed if 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 Zven was getting those two books mixed up.
1: (laughs) Well just like there's first and second Chronicles and there's first and second Corinthians, so like Uh, sometimes first
0: and
2: second Thessalonians and then first and second Timothy. There's lots of little books Mm -hmm. all over the
0: place. Minor prophets as well. Ah, uh, they're all yeah, good. Sometimes I, I I forget where the minor prophets are at times, but I know the I know the region and it's a small region, so you just flick through it and pretend like you knew exactly where it was the whole time.
1: <laughs> just be confident. Uh, That's right. Absolutely, coming out.
0: absolutely. Just uh go with confidence. All right, let's uh read uh first Corinthians chapter fifteen, verse twenty four to twenty six. Have you got that for us there, please? Mon.
1: After that, the end will come when he will turn the kingdom over to God the Father, having destroyed every ruler and authority and power. For Christ must reign until he humbles all his enemies beneath his feet, and the last enemy to be destroyed is death.
0: Okay, so what does the Bible say about uh, death?
1: It's going to be destroyed.
0: And what it's is an it? enemy! It's an enemy. Death is an enemy. Okay, so from that, we, we, we know then that death is not something that God intended for human beings to experience. Mm. No. Because it says in Ecclesiastes, put eternity in our hearts.
1: Mm, that's right.
2: Mm. And the other thing as well, Lyle and Mon, is that, you know, if you've had someone you love die, which I imagine that um, you guys probably would have, uh, when that happens, it it really does feel like somebody has come and stolen the person that you love mm. uh, when you wanted them to be there it's like an enemy has come, come into your home and your family and to your friends and actually uh, taken them away, and you don't know where they've,
0: they've put them. you know what i mean mm-hmm. mm, that's a really really a very powerful way of describing that of articulating what death is like um, you and know theft. For somebody that's close, let's go to first. Uh, first, I was going to say First Corinthians, First Kings, First Chronicles. No, First Kings, First Kings. Now I'm getting Kings and Corinthians mixed up. First Kings, chapter two, and um, Sven, if you could read for us verse one through four, please. First Kings, chapter two First four, first four
2: verses, one, two, four. When David's time to die drew near, he commanded Solomon, his son, saying, I'm about to go the way of all the earth. Be strong and show yourself a man and keep the charge of the Lord your God, walking in his ways and keeping his statutes, his commandments, his rules and his testimonies as it is written in the law of Moses, that you may prosper in all that you do and wherever you turn. That the Lord may establish his word that he spoke concerning me, saying, If your sons pay close attention to their ways, to walk before me in faithfulness with all their heart and with all their soul, you shall not lack a man on the throne of Israel.
0: I love this verse because this is a verse for men right here. Mm. David was a man. He was mm. a man's man. He was a warrior. And he says, show yourself a man and keep the charge of the Lord. In other words, mm. if you want to be manly, masculine, this is how you do so. You give your life to Jesus Christ 100%. There is nothing more masculine than that. And uh, I'm just uh, yeah enjoying that little bit this morning. But uh, Wilder Adkins, I have decided. You're listening to Faith FM.
3: To Faith FM, positively different radio.
6: What comes to mind when you think of studying nursing? Practical experience, a rewarding career, great employment prospects. When you think of nursing, think of Avondale College of Higher Education. 92.7% of our nursing graduates were employed within four months of completing their degree, with credible experience and with friends for life. To apply now, visit avondale.edu.au It's higher education designed for life.
4: They say sometimes you win some Sometimes you lose some And right now Right now I'm losing back Stood on this stage night after night Reminding the broken it'll be alright But right now, oh right now I just can't It's easy to sing when there's nothing to bring me What will I say when I'm held to the flame like I am right now? I know you're a rainbow and I know you can save through the fire with your mighty hand. But They say it only takes a little faith.
0: Welcome back, guys. That was Mercy Me. Even if here on Faith FM, we've been having the most interesting discussion off-air while that song was playing uh, with uh, Dr. Sven Erstring um, about dinosaurs, because a question has come in in relationship to dinosaurs. And so this morning, I'm just going to hand this one over to the expert.
1: Yes. Thank you for coming in and, and staying with us this morning after the interview, Dr. Sven, Dr. Sven Erstring. We, we can't say Ostring anymore, can we? Because yep. we let that was the wrong way to pronounce it. We have a question. We've got to hand it over to you, Dr. Were the dinosaurs contemporary with the human beings? So, basically, did dinosaurs and humans walk together on the Earth at any one point?
2: Well, I think it's a fascinating question because... Uh, we seem to really love dinosaurs. It doesn't matter whether you're five years old or whether you're a scientist working at a, a lab um, in California. We just really love dinosaurs. And I believe uh, that one of the main reasons is because we have this fantasy of a world where these biological killing machines were just roaming the earth. And so, you know, if you if you want a great audience of kids, uh, if you want to write some amazing papers, just... Uh, just look at dinosaurs and people will be really interested. You'll write a paper for the New York Times or the Sydney Morning Herald. Uh, but the fact is, this is the the question that we're asking is Did human beings and dinosaurs live together? Were they were they actually living at the same time? And the the simple answer is yes. And let me explain that because, uh, for many people, it'll be like a shock. Like, dinosaurs, uh, lived 250 million years ago. So, to, so, to, um, that's what the science says. Uh, until about 66 million years ago, 65 million years ago, when the big asteroid hit this earth. And so, but we weren't supposed to have been living at that time. So we should have been separated by a good few million years. Well, let me share with you the reason why I believe uh, that human beings and dinosaurs were living together, and they they are from a biblical perspective. And that is this, is that the Bible describes the earth um, just after it had been created at the beginning of Genesis, and it says that it was empty and uninhabitable. It was just like this vast um, desert, or in fact, back then, it was just this vast ocean. Um, and so that's what the earth was like. And then after the first day, the second day, the third day, the fourth day, the fifth day, the sixth day of creation, that is when uh, God created human beings and animals as well. So there were no animals, there were no human beings before that creation week. Uh, so so dinosaurs and human beings had to have lived together From the biblical record, now uh, you you might be saying like, what about all of the science that says that that um, dinosaurs were sixty six. A million years ago, 250 million years ago. What about the human beings, which were only a couple of hundred thousand years ago? Well, the fact is this, is that scientific dating methods or radiometric dating methods are based on assumptions. So assumptions uh, are things where you say, look, we don't know it. We can't actually confirm it, but we're going to assume that this occurred. And that's what occurs with radiometric dating. The other thing which um, occurs as well is that you have all of those layers in the geological so you go down the each layer, and you find uh, human fossils. You go further down, you find uh, the animals, you find uh, the trilobites, and and you get to a point in that all, all of those layers where you find the dinosaurs. Well, the fact is this, is that there are assumptions being made there as well, that the layers are being laid down slowly at the same rate that we see today, and uh, that there wasn't a, a supernatural event like the flood which occurred, which could have meant that uh, large animals like the dinosaurs would have tried to, to race up the mountains uh, right to the top, but even human beings tried to go even higher as, as well. Now, what they have found is that they have found that the dinosaur fossils in these, uh, these areas where you can tell that the dinosaurs are really they're, they're trying to escape. And it sounds like they're trying to escape the flood. So because of those assumptions, um, and they're only assumptions, we can hold that it is not actually true or necessarily true uh, that the d- dinosaurs lived millions of years ago while human beings only started 100,000 years ago. The fascinating thing is this, is that there is scientific evidence uh, that dinosaurs uh, lived fairly recently. What scientists have discovered is that there is what we call soft tissue. Uh, there's red blood cells in dinosaur fossils and dinosaur bones. And so this means that it can't have been millions of years ago uh, because... Uh, soft tissue, uh, red blood cells, that kind of material decays very quickly. It erodes very quickly. So it does mean uh, that that dinosaurs were uh, living much closer to when science normally says they were. Now, there are some reports uh, that say that they've found human uh, footsteps, human footprints together with dinosaur footprints and unfortunately those things uh, they've demonstrated that those are not necessarily uh, true. so you have to be careful. you have to weed all of this out. but the reality is this is that what the Bible says is that uh, at the beginning the, the earth was, was uninhabitable five, six days later, uh, there were human beings and animals and then later on there was an incredible flood. And what we find is uh, that the the large animals, the big animals that that um that would have destroyed our human society, like dinosaurs, were destroyed in the flood. We find fossils. We don't find any of these huge animals alive today. And I see in that um, picture, I see the hand of God. You know the fact that dinosaurs like the T-rex were actually alive, But, you know, the thing is this, is if the T-Rex was alive today, we would actually be freaking out.
1: Absolutely. You
2: know, we'd be freaking out with um, uh, them coming and destroying our life. Um, So, yes, I see that in the Bible that the dinosaurs were alive, but God destroyed them so that we
0: could live in relative peace and safety. There you go. The answer from the expert. We're going to move on. Uh, This is Andrew Peterson with The 90 and 9. was lost is Andrew Peterson with the 99 you're listening to Faith FM we are about to give something away for free you don't have to answer the quiz you just have to call the number 1-800-324-843 and there is a book coming your way called Poems of Faith
1: yes keeping in mind that this morning uh, we found out that Les Murray Australian poet uh, passed away it's all over the news our Prime Minister is tweeting about it Um, so I thought do you know what if we're all having a little moment to think about poetry let me hit you with a wonderful book, um, poems of faith. This is edited by Bob Balesdil and uh, different authors, all different kinds of poetry. But these are these are great poems that focus on God, focus on uh, faith, uh, focus on your relationship uh, with with the Lord. Um, so this is beautiful Christian poetry. This is definitely one that you want to snap up now. Give us a call, be the first person to call through. Our number is one eight hundred Faith FM, one 843 Great book to read for yourself or even as a gift.
3: Okay,
0: and of course, if you'd like to know more about the Bible, we want to connect you with the Bible. If you'd like to be part of a small group somewhere, a group of people who sort of uh, get together during the week at any time, sit around, ask any question you want. If you have questions about the Bible, join a small group, then you can have uh, some of the most interesting discussions that you will ever, uh, that you will ever have anywhere in your life at any time. Um, And so give us a call We can set you up with your nearest small group Bible study They are happening right across Australia They are happening right around the world You can even be part of the 20 Minute Movement And uh, join a small group that is studying the same uh, set of Bible studies That we are studying here each day with our Encounter with God section
1: If you're having trouble hearing our signal clearly You can jump onto the TuneIn app Just download the TuneIn app. It's free to download and you can get perfect signal wherever you go. Uh, Plug it into your aux cord and listen to Faith FM through your car stereo while you're doing the dishes in the house, anywhere you like. Of course, we'll be back tomorrow morning after the 7 o'clock news. In the meantime, we hope you have a wonderful, blessed day. And if you want to share your blessings, share your gratitude, give us a call. The number, of course, is 1-800-FAITH-FM. Take care.